What is crack-a-lacking, motherfuckers? Welcome to True Sight Talks. I'm Jeremy Long, and I'm going to be telling you right now that this episode that you're about to hear is pretty good. Um, it was a little rocky at the start, but we got into it. We had on Caden uh, Alvin, our uh, real close homie. Uh, he also has a, has a solo project called Fauna. Go check that shit out on SoundCloud. He's planning on releasing an album soon. We kind of mentioned that in the podcast. Um, right now, he has some music on uh, SoundCloud. So if you want to hear some shit, go listen to that. Um, also, a uh, couple quick m- uh, announcements. We're going to be playing the Aggie Theater, um, we being Satellite Pilot, on May 9th, which is this Thursday. So if you haven't got a ticket, please buy a ticket and go experience something beautiful um we're gonna be playing with lady denim roseville and bloomers so go make a night of it come on like it's thursday night what the fuck are you gonna do on a thursday nothing probably it's like almost friday you know you want to relax listen to some music so come out to a show if you're in the fort collins area or if you're in the denver area drive 45 minutes and hear some music man um also with that being said satellite pilot's new album Lovely day is out and it's ready for your ears. So go check it out on Spotify and any other sh- streaming services you you use. Um, Lady Denim has an EP that's out right now. Um, so if you haven't heard it, go check that out on streaming services that you use. And that's about it. So yeah, um, like I said, it's a pretty good episode. We talk about just staying true to yourself. So um, you know, it's a pretty pretty constant theme throughout this podcast so um please please enjoy we love you thanks hey gang let me show you something it's the hottest thing and it's on its way to the top Battle crack, put it in my duty rack. Sipping down the road, wait. Okay, that's a good warm up. Okay. Uh. Uh. Action. Uh. Action. Are we gonna pick up K9? Yes. Ah, did you call me K9? Just K9. Gotta, you just got to pick up K9, Mo, right? K9. Hey, K9. You fuck. Sitka. Oh, don't Danahi. stop. Don't stop. You're gonna make me cry. Border Bear makes me cry. Border Bear? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Border? Border Bear, dude. You ain't never seen Border Bear? I heard that Border Bear is a pedophile. What? (laughs) Who the fuck said that about Twitter? Who the fuck said that? He's fake, so if he was a pedophile, that would have had to be in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what ideas do when they're Roman free. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome back to another episode of True Side Talks. I'm Jeremy Long. Sitting across from me is the wonderful... The Big Whip. The Big Whip. And then to my 45, there's uh, another fucker. Boy RD the chef. 
aka Young Scooby, aka the Pharaoh, <laughs> aka K Dot, Kaden Alvin, whatever. Some dude. He's some fuckhead. We wrangled him. We got him in here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, are we actually doing this? Yeah, no, we're going right now. Shit, you caught me off guard. Caught me slipping. Well, well you're dead <laughs> now. You, you gotta go home. You're All dead. Right. <laughs> okay. Like you just gotta live with it. Yes, I'm done then. <laughs> Alright, Caden, how are you? I'm okay. How's I, uh, my, I'm physically fatigued after playing kickball and yeah. getting car sick. Throwing up. Now oh, did you? Beer. You really did throw up? Yeah, dude. I utilized your toilet and God. I threw up. <laughs> Fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I wish we had. Yeah, you video. gotta remember that they can't see your face, I so the joke well, won't make sense. This is why this... I wish we had a, a video version too, so we could cut to that sad. <laughs> this beer tastes like soap. Yeah, it kind of does. What? Voodoo banger tastes like soap. Voodoo banger. <laughs> Voodoo banger tastes like soap. Banger. Border. Well, Seder Bader. It does kind of taste like soap. Wow. The more you drink it, it, the less it does. We're all just making mouth noises now, too, though, which is annoying. Yeah, that's gross. You've been digging IPAs. Okay. Don't Not really. We can't I kind of hate them still. <laughs> um, let's do a couple quick announcements. Get those out of the way. So, we are less than a week out from the Aggie show, Shit. motherfuckers. May 9th. That's Thursday. I'm really nervous. Yeah, I am uh, too. <laughs> I'm getting nervous. Thursday night, we'll be playing the Aggie. That's really fucking cool. It's going to be fun. It's We're going to be playing with Bloomers, Roseville, uh, and Lady, Lady Denim. Um, so make sure you come out. Fucking get your fix. Watch some beautiful music. Excuse me. Watch some beautiful music. And yeah, party on, on your Thursday. Um, yeah. What else? It'll be, uh, uh, what, well, lovely days out. It's available yeah. everywhere. Uh, go and check that shit. Uh, run the numbers. Run it up. Put it in the realm of the top 100. Please. <laughs> I just want to see it on the charts. Yeah. If it's not on the charts, it doesn't mean fuck it's in shit. It's the bargain bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Lady Denim's EP is also out. Make sure you go check that out. It's been out for like three and a half weeks now. So if you haven't listened to it, you're behind deadline. So... And you're, you're fucking gonna get up. fired. You're slipping. You're gonna get fired. I'm gonna call your fucking boss and I'm gonna have him fire you or her fire you because you didn't check out music, meanies. And when I tell you to do something, I fucking expect the this best. This is out a of cult. You. you follow the lead. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's move along from that shit. Uh... <laughs> um, All right. What's up? What's happening, Caden? You haven't been on here before, so yeah. Um. I only have one thing to plug, and I don't know if it's for certain yet. So, well, then how are you going to plug it? I can't, really. Um, if it's not tangible, you can't put it in a hole, I mean, which means you can't plug it. Really, I was just going to say my, my, my music. I'm aiming to have that finished. Yeah, Caden's got the Caden's got the best record in the bag right now. He's, he's making the rest of the True Sight Boys look like dumb fucks. Um, yeah, yeah dude, so that really hurts. Aiming to have that done. Yeah, you dumb fuck. In like a week. Really? Well, May fourteenth is in. A are week. you still like actually I'm trying still to get trying there? To stick to that. Yeah, How so close do you think you're at? You are very close. Although I'm, I'm cutting some songs because uh, I don't know. Well, tell the uh, tell the audience like what well, band is I, or your 
my what solo, you call yourself? My solo project is called Fauna. Um, the Check I, that shit. Yeah, I have a... I guess I only really have a SoundCloud right now. Um, I'm on Instagram as Fauna Music. I don't really post on there, but I'm going to start... Um, once I finish the album and I start promoting it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it for that. Hopefully yeah. that's... I hope, yeah, that'd be cool if, it, if you can drop it by deadline. <clears throat> yeah. By your, your Well, deadline. I mean, it probably won't come out by then because they'll probably well, right, hold it right. for a bit and just try and get some like promotional shit but for it. I'm excited... Me too. I'm very nervous too. I'm excited to hear the full record because every song that I've heard has been like the next best song I've ever heard. And so, like, no shit, just the songs you've dropboxed me, like, I listen to them probably bi daily. Like, I I listen to that shit a lot. Like, you'd probably be over a thousand streams if Dropbox (laughs) counted streams. (laughs) I mean, I hope so. That'd be dope. Um, But, I mean, honestly, like, you just saying that stuff to me occasionally kind of helps motivate me yeah so. it's fucking good dude. it's like oh people actually are interested in hearing this dude. so like it gives me a reason to put it out right drop that shit drop it please so i can hear it i've only heard like two or three that you've showed me but you haven't drop boxed them to me so i'm a little bit salty salty about that so you know okay i would listen to it more but <laughs> it's kind yeah. of an exclusive club and lucas is the only member <laughs> <laughs> no, I is mean, there really, any way to pyrite anybody who asks i pretty much drop box it to him yeah no i uh i really like i like where your music is going yeah I honestly really it's do. changed a lot from the early shit of fauna which is kind of cool because i mean you're doing like you were doing something really unique with the with the original fauna and like but now it's i don't know it feels like true to who you are you know <clears throat> Because, like, the the other shit that you had been doing with it was, it kind of felt like it strayed away from, like, who you were as a person, sort yeah. of, if that makes sense. But... Yeah, I mean, I was I was kind of honestly writing about a lot of stuff that I didn't have a lot of experience with, and just kind of, um, I don't know, that was kind of my way of making the songs sound professional or, like, bigger than they were, because right. I was just a kid in my room recording them. But now I have, like... Um, I read a lot about like experiences or things that I'm going through or things that interest me personally and it's it comes together a lot easy easier when I <laughs> it comes it comes along a lot easier when I'm when I'm writing about stuff I care about right so that's where I almost feel like we kind of are with Uncle Crown shit too like I feel like that's kind of the reason that we feel the way we do about a lot of the songs is because well, we were it's been, just what three years yeah three, two years three yeah years. so it's like you know we were just kind of kids writing them and and so we just made things uh, uh, always like fictional stuff you know mm-hmm. and like kind of always tried to make it more grand than it needed to be yeah and well, uh, but I think <clears throat> I think that's where like that's a good way to start though you know right no i mean like i'm kind of glad that we did that because now we know like if we want to make songs like that we can you know but also it just feels a lot more honest to to make them the way that we yeah. know which i feel like is probably also <laughs> why your your new music is kind of feeling more true you know because it literally yeah. is right <laughs> right also, I mean, like, sonically, I feel like it's kind of progressed a lot over the past couple of years. Right, yeah. Well, I feel like partially the, the like, 
what you were able to do wasn't as diverse with what you were on your old stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. you were kind of forced to do, you know, uh, just sample drum beats yeah. and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know. But yeah, it's I'm fucking I'm really excited to hear the whole thing. Are we gonna do like a listen party? We should. Yeah, probably. I mean, that. we'll probably do that before we put it out, just so mm-hmm. we can get like some final feedback. Yeah. Or any like things like technical things you guys notice. Right. Cool. But, That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'll um, start. And then we got to start recording drums. Yeah, them. I'd say like I mean we got to figure out what songs are going to be on the record, and then we'll. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, we've got a few more now that I feel like uh, we should flesh out before we start recording the actual record. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there, it, every, it's already so different from what we'd written before mm-hmm. that we kind of have to like decide what the record's gonna sound like. Well, that's another big thing is cohesiveness. Right. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be cohesive if you're like, um, you're kind of like, I don't know if advertising is the right word, but if you're just like. Painting it as a collection of songs. Right, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did we do today? We played fucking kickball today, everybody. Yeah. Just to kind of steer steer into a new uh, path. Um, yeah, we played kickball. The, we're, we're, I feel old, dude. That, what was I it? Loveland back pain against the crunchers? <laughs> we won't say the full name. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty raunchy. Uh, <laughs> but we... Yeah, dude, I fucking I feel so old. It's just and, weird, like you know, like it's when weird you're too. you're a kid and like let's say you're like playing like with your dad or something, like he's like thirties, like ah, I can't run, I'm like it hurts, and you're like fuck, like what the fuck, like no, it doesn't. <laughs> but like we're only twenty one, and I fucking feel it, dude. I'm like, well, that's like oh, Dexter did God. like that backflip thing off of the the swing set, and I just sat there and I was like, I, like because he had like trouble doing it, you know? Yeah, and I just sat there and I was like. Oh, when I was young, like yeah. I just thought that adults couldn't do those things, yeah. and now I'm like, no, they could do that at one point. They but just like, fucking can't, they can't anymore. Yeah, anymore. I just like when I was driving up to Fort Collins a little bit ago, like I, like my legs were just like numb, dude. And I was yeah. like, it hurts, man. This hurts really bad. <laughs> like I, I understand feel that right now. I yeah, I know my legs. I can definitely feel my legs. But although that was fun as fuck, like it's weird it though because I go to the gym so often that like I didn't think it would like really matter. But I think it's just like actually exerting that much energy and like well, and, and you're not focusing on one muscle group. Exactly, you're using them yeah. all together in different ways. Yeah, right. Like I can feel the muscles that I use a lot at work, yeah. like arm sore, you know. But like the ones that I like my leg muscles that I yeah. don't have to use as much. Although I did notice that like my stamina is not very bad. Right, you yeah, know? my stamina has always been really high, and I noticed that, like, even, I think I got that from, like, jujitsu and stuff, mm-hmm. so, like, I mean, that's high endurance, so, like, you're always, like, going, 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 yeah. going. but, uh, I don't know, that's the only thing that, like, kept me, like, physically, like, okay, strong, yeah. you know, it's, like, when you're having to fucking, like, roll with people who are bigger than you pretty much all the time, because you're, like, average-sized, right. it's, mm-hmm. like... You, you build some fucking endurance, and... Uh, kind of I, forced to. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know, like, at first, like, throughout, like, the game that we were playing, like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm good, but, like, right. towards the end, I was like, fuck, dude, like... Well, I just got kind of tired of playing. I think that was part of it, was, like, I, I didn't really feel tired at all, mm. but I was just like, I'm just kind of, like, I'm kind of sick of doing this, you know? Yeah, I was I having like I was fun. Gonna pass out after that first home run. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the game, I kind of had, like, a runner's high sort of yeah. thing, and, like, I wanted to play another game. Well, I think 
personally. Okay, what is that feel? Like I was like I said when we were playing, like I literally have never had that so, in my life. So for me, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but for me, it's like my legs, like my leg muscles, kind of turn to jelly in a way, mm-hmm. and like you well, get that bit. You get like this weird thing with your head, like you feel like discombobulated, but not mm-hmm. like a hundred percent. Like you're coherent, and you can like still maneuver and do things, but like you don't have like that threshold where like you can get tired. You know, right? Like mm-hmm. I, when I get a runner's high, I can like my stride gets longer and shit and like i can actually like expend more and more energy right than like what i would on like a regular thing so yeah, it's like see, weird... I, I think that i've always been so bad with running that i've never reached a point like that because i've always yeah. just like i've ran for like a few minutes and just been like man fuck this shit. <laughs> i'm like yeah. i'm not gonna deal with this right now and like <laughs> fucking dog i know yeah sorry for the fucking barking I just, we record this in an apartment for anybody listening, so sorry that sorry that we have the noises around us. We'll but. have a Patreon soon. Get us out of this apartment so we can have a studio. <laughs> Maybe uh, some kind of nice ambience. People are going to miss it when we move to a better studio. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, or like, probably I miss that like, dog thank barking. God. That baby crying through the wall. <laughs> Ryan dropping Uncle Fred a dying in the room next to you. Ryan dropping a pan on the ground. Yeah. Go fuck. Has he done that? I don't know, but he probably will. I've heard him like open cupboards and shit. Yeah. Um. No, yeah, dude. I don't, I don't know. It's like, I just miss that. Like, I miss being a kid, dude. Yeah. Like, I just watch my like. I can just look in the mirror now, or even just looking at my hands. Like I can see right underneath my nails. I'm like wrinkling real bad, yeah. you know. Or like looking at my face. Like I can just tell that I'm like. I'm on the threshold of no longer looking young. Like it's mm-hmm. like I'm. I've still got a little bit to go in my like youth, and then it's just gonna be downhill, you know. And now I like think I'm becoming like brutally aware of that. That yeah. it's just there's I especially the clicking. Like not, not physically, but mentally, especially on holidays. I witnessed yeah, being a kid. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's like all holidays. There was just something so magical about them. But now it's just kind of like something you got to get through. Yeah, yeah, it always feels like something I have to deal with now. Mm-hmm. It's just like, fuck, it's well, fucking like, Christmas. Yeah, like I, I'm the same way, dude. I just, like, when holidays come around, I'm like, eh, fuck that. Like, yeah. And it's not like, it's not that like I don't like spending time with, like, family or friends. It's just like, I, I would, personally, like, I, I don't find an attachment to the holiday anymore. So it's not like, I'm like, it's just another fucking day. Like, mm-hmm. I got other shit I got to worry about. I don't want to have to waste a whole day. Like, right. I'm not saying it's a waste to hang out with family and stuff, but, like, I'm like, we could do this literally any other day, too. Right. You know? Like, why does it have to be on the 25th or on the 24th or on right. the 30th or on the 1st? You know, like, why? Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, why just... can't we have a family day, like, whenever the fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, like, I don't know. It just, it just fucking, it just, it really does just suck getting older. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, like, that whole thing, it's like you're just, your perception of fucking everything starts to change. And yeah. and I think right now we're at a point where we're, like, becoming super aware of that. And that's what also makes it feel like it sucks so bad. But maybe that's why adults <clears throat> fucking try so hard to, to maintain holidays and stuff. Maybe. Is yeah. Like, Probably. Yeah. I know I'm going to do that as I a, probably will, too, parent, yeah, you know? when I have kids. Because it's like you want them to feel... The, the same amount of, like, magicness that yeah. you felt. I think it's just, like, a really special part of being a child, right? Yeah. honestly. Well, it's like, I mean, I don't know if I'm ever going to have kids. Because I'm kind of like, I don't know. It just, yeah, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I'm not going right. to plan for it. But, uh, 
you know, if it does happen, like, I will try to make it better than what I had. Because I only had that magical feeling until I was, like, 10. Right. And then, like, everything else, like, went out the window and I had to grow up, you know. So it was, like, I I got that really early. So I had, like, this already, like, bleak look at it, you know. Or, like, fuck that. Like, it was a waste of time. But, I don't know. Call me narcissistic or something. But that's just how I view holidays, you know. It's no hard. There no shame right. for me. Like, yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't think it sh- you should really, like, because really, like, there's no point that we do any of them. None of us are religious, and, yeah, like, you know, yeah. all of them are, are religion-based holidays, and it's like we just maintain it just because they're fun or whatever, yeah. or they were special when you were a kid, but, like, there's no actual reason if you don't follow the religion to, to yeah. well, celebrate it. Not even religion, like, I mean, it's just like if you just don't want to go fucking on the holiday like right the the way i look at it it's just like consumerism and i don't mm-hmm. i don't like the fact that like everything gets fucking marked up or like half oh, price or half priced or you know like i like i agree with capitalism <clears throat> but it's like i don't agree that like one day people are gonna make billions of dollars just because it's a fucking holiday you know like mm-hmm. i'm just like this is bullshit like right like what the fuck man like you're just cheating all these people who a lot of them are who are already like Black Friday. That's the biggest money pit of all, right? Because you're cheating. You're literally fucking over people who are already impoverished, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's well, just, or just I mean, there's it, it. Everybody does it, you know. People oh, yeah. who are and people who aren't, but like, it's just it. People feel like they have to have to go like, get these yeah, deals, and they, they have, have to go do it, and it just that's what fucks people over yeah. is because like they don't have the money to be doing that, but, but they're like, like fuck they it, like if I if I don't get it now, day I can do it. Yeah, right. If I don't get it now, I'm never gonna get it. You know, and it's like that's the super consumerism, like market. Literally, my only fucking thought about like because I started working in like retail and shit so young yeah. before I had any money to actually do that kind of stuff, like. I just had to deal with the yeah no the, same. the like yeah. bullshit of Black Friday and fucking Christmas shopping and shit and so now I'm just like I don't even want to contribute to that because like I know that there's some kid that's just like me that has to deal with all the other bullshit now you know or even and just like, like you know some kids aren't even gonna even get a fucking gift that year so right. it's like you know what yeah that's the thing it's like uh, our society is making this holidays more and more about products and selling things yeah. More than about like the real like, meaning. Well, and it of has it. been for so long. I mean, really, if you look back yeah. to like ads from the fifties and shit, but oh, like, yeah. even before that. Oh yeah. But like, just just looking back at the advertisement side of everything, it's just like it's always been about that, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it's for a business. It's a good platform to be on, but it's just like the whole meaning of the holiday, quote unquote, is just like you know, especially Christmas is like give, you know. But it's like. Why the fuck you gotta, you know, it's like, it's almost like a, it's like a show, mm-hmm. you know, it's like who got the most like luxurious gift, you know, it's right. like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I got this fucking, you know, Apple watch. Oh, well I got an Apple watch and a TV. It's mm-hmm. like, who has the better gifts? Whose parents are richer than their, you know, it's, it's just a fucking show, dude. Right. It's mm-hmm. a fucking show and it's bullshit and it's treat, it's teaching kids to be materialistic Right, you know, I don't well, like. Don't like, quote me on that, but like that's the way. No, I, I mean, see it, I, like just looking at it in my own life, which like you know, I can, I can, you know, say what my experience of yeah. it has been, and like I know that it made me more materialistic throughout life. You know, it's like on your birthday, if you get this fucking bike one year, and then yeah. like you know, the next two birthdays, if you don't get something as good, you're like, well, this birthday fucking sucked. You yeah. know, yeah. and like, it, and then like as I've gotten older, I've like cared less and less about money and about things and like the yeah. quality of shit because it's all like 
It's none no, of it's gonna matter unless, unless it's equipment you know. that we're using. Like I well, wanna, see, but that you know. shit. I think about it. It's just like tools. You yeah, know? So exactly. it's like if this is gonna do the job as good as it can do it, then it's worth that. But like just having it, just to have it. Like yeah. I hate people who fucking take like just in the world of film when you're going through Instagram and whatever. You see a bunch of people, uh, just taking fucking pictures next to the camera because it's like a fucking eighty thousand dollar camera or whatever, and it's like. <laughs> That's super cool, but like, it, what are you doing with it? It's a you fucking know? tool, dude. Yeah, what what is like, what's the work in front of that? You know, what's yeah. like, or is it just you like looking cool next to this camera? You know, I'm trying to be, you know, trying to act like, like that gives them like extra film clout. Like they're a better filmmaker because they did that. It's you know? fucking bullshit, dude. It really is. I, I, I like, it's kind of like people uh, who think they can make better music if they have. Better if they have like, if they have a right? Rick and people who like, right? yeah, I can't plan, learn to play the guitar unless I have you know the best guitar you can get. Right. That's yeah. like, honestly, like, I kind of, you know, just thinking about you with that, like, you've had the same guitar forever. You know, you've never, yeah. like, and you just don't. I got it. But I also, kid, you yeah. make better music than any well, other shit. That, like, that's what I love about borrowing Sean's guitar. I have Sean's first guitar that he learned on, and it's right. this little fucking deal. Like, it's, well, it's really, a starter guitar. instruments still, yeah. like, if you look at them, they're just like the basic instruments. Yeah. It's like, we, that's what we can afford, and that's what we that's make the yeah. music we make with. And you know well, what? Well, you nowadays, can make, you can make anything sound. Yeah. Right, exactly. But even then, music, music is so. Like, Endless, it doesn't, you, it do, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter what instrument you have. It really right. doesn't. Well, well see, it's, that's, um, it's just, sorry, it's, it's just like you can make something completely new and completely interesting and like boundless, you know, yeah. with, with any fucking instrument. And it's like, it really, you could, you could make like a hit record with this table and no fucking other instrument, you know? Yeah. I mean, it just, it doesn't really matter what you're using. You can make something amazing with it, you know? And it's the same with film. It's like... You know, like people who make uh, you don't you don't like need the guy who red. made the movie on the on an iPhone. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like a fucking cult classic film yeah. now. You know, Tower Tangerine. That's yeah. what that movie was. You don't need a red camera. Yeah. you can do it on a T five I. You know, right? It's just mm-hmm. like you gotta. You basically just gotta do the art and not be just, fucking, yeah. Do the work. Yeah, yeah. Do the do fucking it. work and and do it. Just fucking do it. You right. don't need the best shit. Like you don't need. Yeah, it. However like, you can. Do I don't it have the best moment. studio set up for fucking podcasting, but I'm still doing it. You know, right? Like, exactly. And like, it'll get better and better as it goes. But I think that's what people fucking don't realize is like. Well, I also think people think about things as like very short term. Like they're like, okay, well, I might make like one movie, so I'm just gonna do the best thing I can possibly do. Yeah. And that thing, and it's like, you know, that's very cool. That's cool if that's if that's like what you want to do with that. But like for me, it's like I want to make as many films as I possibly can, and I want to make them as like. It, it, it whatever level like i want to make one now you yeah. know yeah so, like, i'm not gonna can, wait two years to get a fucking ninety thousand. right camera. so if i can just do it now with the camera i have yeah. which is a very nice camera it's like why would i even fucking try and work to get that you know nice. the nicest yeah. camera well, just in waste quality product yeah, yeah and yeah exactly honestly i could really, probably make something I mean, just really, as good as an image it's it's literally goes back to like uh, is it the user or is it like the, the equipment that's like, mm-hmm. you know, doing the work? Right. So it's like, if you want a great film, as the filmmaker, make it a great film. Right. You know, put in the work and like stylistically, you it, like the lens is going to do so much for you. Right. But as you know, as a filmmaker, you have to take what the lens can offer and then put something and then, cool in and front then of maximize it, or, yeah. it by your like your technique you right know? exactly it's it's a yeah making the image in front of it worthwhile right. looking exactly. at exactly because like if it's if you've got the most beautiful fucking lens and the most beautiful camera you can get but you and, put, you, and your techniques are shit well and, and you're just yeah. putting like shitty like composition in front of it yeah. it's gonna look shitty no matter what exactly. you do you know yeah. 
Yeah. So it's it's a it's an ironic thing, you know. Like right. It's really weird. I, I like, feel like also for the for the people who, um, for for the people who feel like they need to have the certain equipment to make something good, I feel like they also have it in their head that they're they're just trying to reach like a certain product or reach like something of a certain caliber. Like mm-hmm. they're just trying to like kind of gain clout. Like they they want right. to make a movie that'll like be a box office hit and they want to make money off of it. And it's like people people are paying more attention to. Uh, art as a product instead and of not, and not instead of like something yeah. that's passionate and something that Well it's like it's like what me and him talked about on the last episode. It's like you know, you gotta if you wanna be an artist, quote unquote, like if you wanna be a real artist, you're right. a creative person, you gotta do it from the fucking heart and not look at the money. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you, just like I, I was watching this interview with Rob Zombie the other day and he was talking about how Someone came up to him at a show after he got signed and said, you're a fucking sellout, dude. And he's like, what the fuck does that mean? He's like, I'm going to go home to my one room apartment and I'm going to spend the last hundred dollars on rent. The last hundred dollars to my name on rent. And you're going to call me a fucking sellout? Like, dude, I don't make shit. Like, and then he's like, I'm doing this because I want to do it and I love it. And he's like, this is my heart. This is what I love. what it's really about. Exactly. And it's like, dude, like... Well, but also you can't even focus on those people. I mean, like, because when we talked about... Because me and you had kind of talked about the Rob Zombie thing. And in that conversation, I brought up yeah. Jeff Tweedy. Yeah. Who, like, I read that that book by Jeff Tweedy, which... And I can't remember... Um, uh, for people who don't know, Jeff Tweedy's the the singer of Wilco. And he has this book. I think it's called, like... Oh, it's called Let's Go So We Can Get Back. Um, and it's just, like, his whole life story of, like... You know, starting out in music, going through, you know, creating Will Call, yeah. Will Call and all that. And, uh, but in that, he was just talking about, like, kind of the the early days, basically, where we are right now with, like, our music and with our art and shit. Just, like, you know, struggling to even get it made, you know. But we've got we've got what we can do, and we're doing that right now as, as hard as we possibly can, you know. Mm-hmm. And really, that just made me relate with, like, you know, because they, they, like, won a Grammy and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. And people said that Will Call sold out and all that shit. But, like listening to like how he is as a person and like the way that his life was behind the scenes it's like the dude didn't sell out i mean the guy worked for like 30 years to get there you know like what do you what do you want from him like do you want to him to just like live in like a trailer his whole life you know like Like, yeah what is the and like just because selling out yeah just because he like bought a nice house or whatever fine it's like well and you think these people also need to make money somehow and if like if you know, selling their song to a commercial allows them yeah. to pay their rent. Then, like, so exactly, you know, yeah. it's like, who the fuck are you to call someone a sellout because they're they're working because they're for... becoming successful? Well, you yeah, know? You're, like, well, right. It's yeah. whenever a band becomes successful, fucking sellout. Well, man. and the thing is, like, mm. if you actually care about a band, the way that I see it now, because I used to be like that. I mean, I like I said on on one of the episodes, like when I was kind of into punk shit, and like I just felt yeah. like I had to hate fucking everything. everything yeah, yeah. And it's like, so if a band became popular, and more people started listening to them, I was like, fucking oh fuck sell. that shit. Yeah, they sold out. And it's like, but now I look at it, and it's like when I know a band for a long time, like. uh uh, like they, I can't, I'm trying to think of oh like King Cruel like listening yeah. to King Cruel like way early on and shit and yeah. now he's like huge you yeah. know like everybody knows who he is that makes me so fucking happy because I know the amount of joy that seeing my music increase in streams and shit yeah like I know how that feels on a really small scale so for him being being like pretty <laughs> like unknown, unknown and shit yeah. yeah and then getting to a point where everybody knows who he is like I I can't even imagine how good that must feel for him so like. 
if you care about him and you care about his music, why the fuck would you why would be you such hate? a dick about it? Well, you know? and it's like it makes me think like, who are you, like who are you to say that? Because it's it, it really it's just like in my head like if I could be in that headspace like I think it would be like I'm gonna play like from a different right, point right. of view like if it were me I'm sure like that feeling would be like oh. So this band, you know, that used to play on all these bars that I would go see every show is now playing stadiums. And, like, that's not fair anymore. Like, I think it's almost they take it, like, like personal. personal thing. No, that, I totally get because that's how I used to feel about it, too. It was like you felt personally hurt that they would move on and move up, you know. And, and it's, it's like, like they're not moving on. They're, they're just, just fucking they're, be, they're yeah. becoming what they wanted to yeah, be. Yeah, that's like they what want, they dreamt to be, and that's what they're doing. And, and, and they're going like, to be able to pursue their art and be funded by people who love it, you know. Right. It's like it's kind of a crazy, it's a crazy thing, you know. Right. That's, that's a good thing. That's what, like, being a satellite, a satellite pilot, that would be amazing if, like, one day I'd, we just woke up and they're like, yeah, you know, you want to do this for the rest of your life and we can pay you to do your art and you can pay your rent by just playing right. fucking music. Yeah, like, like you get to wake up every morning and just make music and that's what you do, you know? Like, and then whatever else you want to do, like I would be f- more like than happy, dream. you know? Yeah. I'm gonna go, it literally doesn't sound like it could be <clears> real. Keep talking. I'm going to go shut that window. Oh, is that why it's so loud in here? Yeah. Okay. That's like I thought the, it was coming through the wall, literally. It's going to be loud, folks. Um... Mac DeMarco. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like that was one that made he, me because he was on yeah. Conan, and I was like, oh my god, like yeah, that's fucking cool. Crazy. But also, especially he talked that a guy about like him can do that. There was a video. Um, I feel like it was called like the richest bum or something, mm-hmm. and it was just like a video kind of like showing his like what his life is like, and uh, he was talking about how like basically his routine is like he'll make a record, he'll tour it. And, like, he'll just live off that for a while until he feels like he needs to make another record and he'll make another record and he'll tour it and then he'll live off that money for a while. Like, that sounds like the... that. Well, that's my ideal lifestyle. Right, yeah, like, that's where I want to be. I, I kind of talked about that, too. Like, how I just... That's kind of how I want to approach art once we get to a point where where we can do that, you know? Like, I want to make a film and then just, like, chill for a while yeah. and just go and, like, live a life and be a real person well, and then make a record and do, you know, like... Just mm-hmm. and not just do it just as like a paycheck, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but like, no. It, like I think you have I think to you live. get a personal thing. Well, I also think you get like a personal like thing where it's like, uh, I fucking I gotta make a record now. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm ready. Yeah, like, like I've had. Well, that makes me think about what, what we're talking about, Vampire Weekend, like a, almost a decade. So you think about that, like yeah, maybe he was like yeah, done, well, you know. Well, maybe he was just like he just couldn't. Maybe he wasn't ready to write another record yet because. You know, I think records and music and film and just writing and things like that, like, mm-hmm. you're ready when you're ready. Well, and, like, you have you also I... have to live your life to gain different experiences because then you can be like, oh, fuck, like, I could write a record or I could write a song or, or a movie just based off this experience alone. Right. And so maybe he, you know, hypothetically, maybe he was just like, you know, I'm going to live for a while. And that while was a decade. And he was like, right. oh, now I'm ready to write a record. You know, like, well, I've and it grown. makes you think, too. I think that, like, uh, I honestly think that the the reason that so many artists, like, their, their, their most prolific time period is, like, the age that we're at right now. Yeah. And, like, we're seeing that where, you know, we're writing two records a year. We've got constant projects that we're yeah. working on outside of that, you know. And it's, like, I think that that slows down. And, and I, th- I feel like the reason that it's so prolific in this time period is, like, you're kind of coming into your being, you know, you're coming yeah. into like who you're going to be. Your understanding person. of yourself. Well, and it's a really like, you know, 
confusing time and you've got a lot of different things that you think and, and like and I think that like within that chaos there's a lot of ideas for yeah. for art, you know, and so I feel like that's why people are so prolific in this state of life. But also when you look at film it's completely different, you know, right. like that's kind of a musician thing, but like a lot of filmmakers, you don't see them like blossom until they're, until they're, until they're in like their thirties or their forties. You when know? I think it's, and I think it's, I think it's just different yeah. ways of thinking. And I think that like a really good movie is made from that type of thinking yeah. and really good music is made from this type of thinking. When I look at it from just like my own personal mental growth mm-hmm. where it's like two years ago, I, I mean, even a month ago I was different from what I am now. So it's like, Going to that chaos, they, you're living it as a 21-year-old. You're living in this constant state of like, oh, what should I do? What path should I take? Yeah, what do like, I need to how do? How do I get to this this stage where I'm 30 and I'm successful or, or I'm 40 and I'm successful? Like, what paths should I climb up the mountain? And it's like, just climb up the mountain and you'll find your path eventually. So you'll well, find, think, you'll I find think you like struggle and you trail. struggle to try to choose, but I don't think you actually have a like choice in what happens. I think that like... Just because, you know, you kind of, like, one night you'll make a decision, like, okay, I'm going to be like this. But then, like, who knows what the fuck you're going to do throughout that next day. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, what who, decisions who, you're going to make. Are you going to remember are you what gonna, you are thought, you gonna, you know? Yeah, are you going to carry that choice with you through every fucking aspect yeah. of that next day? Probably not. Probably not. You know, yeah. and every decision that you make is going to is gonna affect your outcome of your life, you know. Yeah. Theoretically. But I mean, in any way, like I, I like one of the po- one of the points I wanted to make with, while we were on the point of Vampire Weekend was like, I've been kind of trying to listen to that record in a different way and kind of take it in in a different way than like just based off of what their old music used to be like, you yeah, know, because yeah. it has been like a decade, you know, and like, I mean, he was like that. I really love that band and I really love his songwriting and stuff when he was in that, the, you know, the stage, the the few years. I think it was probably like whatever six years of doing those first three records. Like, you know, and so I think that you just kind of have to listen to it and think about him as being a different person and being yeah just older. I mean, yeah, he just well, sees like, life like, differently yeah, now. He, you he, know? Li- he lived a decade. Right. You know, he had time to think and, and to explore and to do what he needed to do. And, you know, I think I think once you're at that level, like whenever you need a break, you just need a break, you know? Right. And like whether that's an artistic break whether that's just like a personal break whatever you know like if when you need a break and your body and your mind is saying you know maybe you know hold up for a little bit right i think i think you should listen to your body Mm -hmm. and your mind and you know sometimes not all the time because sometimes your mind will be like yo you should go do this and you're like you should join the marines yeah Yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) fuck you (laughs) no really i mean yeah that's that's exact you know you should you should do this and you know if you if you just take every idea that comes into your brain like me being a compulsive person like a lot of times i'm like sure fuck it let's do it you know and it's like i'll take the consequences as they come you know which is sometimes it's a good way to think but sometimes it's a very destructive way to think so it's like i have to like retune my mind sometimes and go "Mm, maybe i shouldn't do that because It's probably gonna fuck me pretty bad, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, it is it is what it is. Um, if, if you make a decision, you got to be ready to face some sort of consequence. Right. You got to face whatever you yeah whatever yeah. you're gonna do. You got to fucking live up to, to what that's yeah. gonna mean. I mean, know? what do you think, Caden? Like about what we're saying? <laughs> I want, um, want you to talk. You want me to chime in? Yeah. I mean, this is your podcast. Uh, I guess that's true. This well, is your episode. Um, and me and Lucas I mean, run the show. What I was thinking about, or when you were saying um, you were a compulsive person, I was thinking about how 
I'm the type of person, I guess I'm pretty different. I overthink things See, that's and I'll take where a I'm long at time it. to make sure that I'm going down the right path. And I also feel like it's intimidating at this you know, stage in my life. Um, I feel like there's a lot of expectations for people my mm-hmm. age. And um, also my goal being to be like a, a working musician, like it's there's absolutely no set path to get no, there. Yeah. It's, it's so it's intimidating because I know I know it's gonna be super challenging. For yeah. some people, it's not super challenging, you know. Like you were telling me, UMO, like they posted a song and uh, like it just blew up or whatever. Who's who? Sorry, an Immortal Orchestra. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't I didn't even know that. So that must have been somebody else that told you that. Maybe. Like I know that, that's what happened to like Arctic Monkeys though. I mean, they oh, put, really? they like put out their you. record and it just blew up. That might not be true. I know it happens for some people. No, it definitely yeah. does. But um, yeah, but also that's everybody. probably an entirely different different situation to face. You know, going like I almost couldn't imagine. Like, let's say we put out fucking let's get telepathic, and it just like blew the fuck up. Yeah. Like being the person that I was when that came out, I don't know I don't, how I would yeah. have dealt with like that amount of of Fame. acclaim or stress. You know, like I, I that's just yeah. something I don't know afraid, if I would like, do. When, once I gain any kind of if I gain any kind of traction or any kind of following um, with any of my art, I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous for how I'm gonna take that. Like how I'm gonna, uh, yeah. I don't want people's like, um, like what they think of my music to influence what I do with it. Right. Because I feel like overall, um, my passion for music makes it so it's I'm doing it for me. Um, and if people enjoy it, that's cool. And if not, that's also cool. But like, it's therapeutic for me, and it's just an extension of myself. And like, see, and I must. So if I if I have like other people's opinions to consider when I'm making a song, right. I'm, I'm kind of curious and a little worried to see how what you know what that does for me. Well, I feel like you can't totally take people's opinions into consideration uh, because like it's not their thing. You know, like that's mm-hmm. the, what your if, art if, if is you your got, art. If you got there, what got you there was your opinion on it. You know, but also, I kind of fear that in myself too. With both film and music, is like if I ever got a claim with it, I'm a very like nervous and like sensitive person. You know, and like if I noticed like, oh, I get, you know, people talk about me better when I do this or when I do that, I would probably do, you know, the the one that got me the 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 best outcome mm-hmm. every time you know and, and i think that just increases increases until it becomes like such a filtered thing and so i want to that's kind of why i want to like i feel like if i ever got a claim i'd kind of want to separate myself from everything and just keep such a distance from like being able to see any of that kind of stuff yeah to where like it couldn't it couldn't even influence me if well, i wanted it to you know and i think there's a lot of people who are different like i'm different from both of you where it's like i don't I don't care mm-hmm. anymore about like what people say. What I, I just don't, you know, because I'm happy with what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to say something fucking that people don't agree with, I don't care. I don't. I just don't. I mean, I mean, I feel like I relate completely right, right now. Right. But like, neither of us have put out anything that have gained, you know. Right. No, that's, well, that's what I, I mean, kind of mean yeah. is like well, right so now I, mean, I feel like that. But like, if if I put out something that got like. Arctic Monkeys big where now I've got fucking 10 million people yeah, looking I at me. Yeah. I think it'd be I think I would react totally yeah, I think I would pull back to the way that I also am like, at my core and well, you know. if you're doing it for your job too there's a certain risk there like exactly. if you give people what they don't want that's like you know that's what you're making yeah. money at. that's like I mean I guess I guess on, what so. I'm saying is like for me just knowing who I am now 
Like I, I kind of like shocking people. So it's it's more of like a thing of like I like, I like seeing like, like jumping out and scaring people. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's kind of like how Alex is, you know. Right. Like I've I've kind of like I see his wavelength, like where he'll do things just cause. Right. And like I fucking love that too. I love seeing people go, "What the fuck? Like, why would they do that? Like, like the whole meow thing." I'm like, Alex was just doing that to do it, you know? Right. Like that's the same thing. I like I'll fucking wear no shirt under a vest and walk into a goddamn bank, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fucking, it's open and shit. Well, like, I love my, that because it's like I'm just like, it's fuck like, you, dude. I don't care. Like, these are all these standards that humans have set for themselves, yeah. and it's like. Like, why do we feel like we need to be governed yeah. by these standards? Right. No. Yeah. I do love like I love that kind of thing. I I think what I'm talking. What I think kind of no, what we're like, talking I, about I is know, something different. Well, but like, I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. I feel. I mean, fucking. I mean, but would you make well, those types of decisions well, with your like finances? You know. I I do. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, I, I do. I, I I do crazy shit with my shit just because. Who knows what will happen? I don't know what what's gonna happen. I don't know. If it's going to turn out good, turn out bad. If it does, it does, and I'll deal with it. But if it doesn't, and I made some sort of fucking, like, non-thought-out, like, good decision, then, like, it, it cool. Like, I'll, I'll accept it. I don't know. I, I, you know, you can come back 10 years later. If I'm totally different and I'm taking shit, be like, well, you said on the podcast, right. like, 10 years ago, so don't be a fucking hypocrite. Listen to this clip of yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, and I hope that my, I hope I still keep that type of momentum. I, I hope that, like, let's say we do blow up or, or some, one of our things. Get thing, some acclaim. You know, yeah. get some acclaim. And, like, you know, that type of negativity comes in and it doesn't phase me. I hope. See, and that's how I hope I would react to yeah, it. Where, I, like, I just hope, because I yeah. do have, like, I kind of, I do have... Uh, an attitude like that in my like day to day life, you know. Right, right. But also, there's that kind of like part of you that comes out like just within your inner thoughts or whatever that that you know, like let's just say I, I, it's just insecurity. You know, you just yeah, yeah. like if you like, and I think those like little insecurities like they can play out in like a big way yeah. in people's careers and I, like or like looking at bands that do go really, uh, really poppy and stuff. And I think and I kind of get it. It's like. You know, when they, if they don't, if they put out something kind of crazy at one point and then they went super poppy right after, you can tell that they just like, they let their insecurities get to them. And I guess like as an artist, you can't really let that happen. You got to just like ride the wave and just be like, well, if this doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah. And I think all my favorite artists have done that. But honestly, if you do that long enough and you don't give a fuck like throughout your career, I think that's when people get to a point where like you can look through their catalog and they just have like a whole lifespan i mean we kind of talked about this but like a whole lifespan of like just genuine true art and you can actually see their art being like an extension of them and you can kind of get a feel of like who they are as a person you know what i mean well that's i like, think that's kind of <laughs> we were talking about mf doom earlier ex- you know, he's a perfect and, and, example and of he's that. like he's one person that i've always wanted to talk to mm-hmm. and you know it's it's because like he he can put out different albums under different like pseudonyms pseudonyms and like they're fucking great see and, i think and, that's and, like, like the definition keeps... of him not giving a fuck is like, exactly putting stuff yeah. out on different and, he, and he's like fucking dude i'm gonna collab and, with like, so and so and everybody so-and-so. knows who he is but he's super underground exactly like, he's exactly. like the king of underground he, rap, he is really. yeah yeah 
Well, and he's never strayed away from that. I mean, he, he like will do work with people that are at the top, but for some mm-hmm. reason he never loses that that grip on like what he is and like where, well, where he stands. He's been know? that way since uh what is it, KME? His yeah, first, that was the first his project, first yeah. project. Him like, and his brother. Him and his brother, yeah. He's been that way since the beginning and He's just stayed true well, to. Came, I mean, he, came, he, he yeah. was doing more of the like, like the nineties. Yeah, it was yeah, very true. like. It was kind of like tribey. It was a little bit like, yeah monotonous with the, yeah you know. But I mean, he's always. See, I think but, everybody has that point. Yeah. Like we kind of talked about this with Jane, where like you have that point where you kind of find what your what your idols are and what influences you and stuff, and you kind of like copy that, you know. I mean, like, when I started out in film, like, I just wanted to be Quentin Tarantino, you know? Yeah. But, like, who the fuck doesn't when they go into film? Exactly. And, yeah. like, and so, you know, we make Calvin, and it's very Tarantino-esque, you know? But, like, I think you come to a point where you decide, like, okay, I'm not, like, I'm going to be my own thing, you know? Yeah. And you kind of start to push into realms of creation that, like, are Ooh. just coming from you. And I think that's where you start to do it as actually an expression of yourself and not yeah. just... You know, because I, I think basically when people do that, I think they're just do, like figuring out how to do the thing. Well, you know what I mean? And touching back to MF, um, like after, I don't, was it his brother who got ran over? It was his yeah. brother who got ran mm-hmm. over. So his brother got hit by a car and when when KME, the group, like released Black Bastards, like you can hear MF Doom come into his MF Doom style. Right. Because like the albums before, like I think it was like the two that they dropped before Black Bastards, like he had that like '90s ish thing, but then I started. I listened to a little bit of Black Bastards today, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I can hear that transitionary period, and then he just started going as like Victor Vaughn, MF Doom, King um, Ghidra, King Ghidra, and like all I those. Think that's my favorite. All those, and then and then you got Zarface, the collaboration between so, fucking yeah, uh, like Method Man and, and like Ghostface Killer. Oh, that's who that is. Well, it's it's guys from Wu Tang, and then it's a. Failure. I literally thought Zarface was like. That's I, I well, I knew no, I did. I knew it wasn't like just a person. You know, I I knew I thought it was like a big rapper that I just I just didn't no, know it, who it, it was. It's a it's a but total collaboration of a bunch of dudes. It's like a Wu-Tang. super group, yeah, super group, yeah. It's fucking like that's why have, that record's so good. I fucking well, love they that have record. like Zarface is a, is like a is a person, quote unquote. But, but it's like multiple people, and they have like multiple albums. Like, well, that last the Zarface meets, meets Metal Face yeah, is like yeah, fantastic. that's the one I'm thinking of. That's a really but, good record. I mean, like when they drop. You know, when, you know, MFs just starts fucking collabing with everybody, like DJ Muggs and shit from Cypress Hill. Or even like, like Gorillas. Or the Gorillas, you There's, know, that's like... I feel like, well, yeah, Gorillas has made me bigger than this, but um, that rapper IDK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He collaborated with Hamo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize this. So, like, I mean, growing up with Gorillas and shit, like, I always loved their music. I, I didn't know for a long time that Damon Albarn from Blur was Gorillas, But, like... Loved Blur, loved Damon Albarn, and I loved, you know, Gorillaz. But yeah. I didn't realize that Gorillaz was so fucking big. Like, I went on their Spotify the other day, and they were, like, number 300 within the world of music. Like, Jesus. they were, like, top 300 in the world of music. And I was just like... I never would have guessed yeah, that. Yeah, I never would have thought they'd be that big. And, they're, I mean, they're literally one of the biggest bands in the world. Like, Jeez. and it blew my mind. And honestly, like, that's another thing that, like, makes me really happy. Like, just growing up with the like progression of Damon Albarn, you know, and, yeah. and, and blur and everything. And like, not even knowing until maybe like a year ago that like he was gorillas, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I just always thought that he was just like a <laughs> badass, like cool fucking musician. And then I found out that like 
he's like one of the he's also one of the biggest pop groups in yeah. the world you know well kind of bringing it back um to like keeping true to your art right um be real from cypress hill they're like i was listening to this thing and uh, they were talking about like be real is talking about how back when cypress hill started during like the late 90s and shit mm-hmm. like I didn't realize this, but, like, them openly talking about, like, smoking weed and shit was a big fucking deal. Right. Like, n- there wasn't a lot of rap groups or rappers. Well, in like, the early 90s, I feel like it was more of a negative thing. Like, yeah, it was exactly, like a, yeah. Yeah, it's like, a, I, I don't know how to make a good comparison for this, but, like, just other things that they talk about, like, in the hood or in yeah, the yeah, yeah, that yeah. they have to deal with like weed was just one of those things yeah and it was kind of cool until to it hear... became like well it's also kind of i think like wu-tang faced the same thing with right. some shit that yeah, they yeah. talked about like... but it, it's it's weird to hear like so you got wu-tang on the east coast talking about their shit but like you yeah. have cypress hill who's exclusively advocate for cannabis like like pro cannabis movement right and like i mean they're the biggest advocates for pro cannabis right now and so like them starting that shit back in the 90s and, like, they've carried through all the bullshit that's happened. Like, you know, early 2000s, them still talking about fucking smoking weed and shit. And, like, people just hate... Like, there was a lot of people who hated them for it. It was, just like, a lot of people hated Sublime for it. Right. And it's, like, cool to hear Be Real now. He's just like, yeah, man, like, we are just talking about, like... He's like, I just love to smoke weed. Like, he's like, I was just going to rap about smoking weed. Like, that's just what we right. do. That's what me, DJ Muggs, and I can't remember the other cat, but... He's like, that's just what, that was our life. That's, that's just how we rolled. Right. And it was just kind of cool. Um, you know, they, they stuck true to their art and like album after album. Or just stuck true to themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah they were yeah. just like being, they were just being yeah. who they were. And like, that's kind of like, I think that like art can kind of be whatever, whatever it is, you know, but like yeah. it, as long as it just reflects kind of what you actually are, you yeah. know? Yeah, and that's kind of like, I mean, that was like what I was saying with, with uh with fauna is like before you know i I always really really loved the songs and like they were always like amazing but i was like it doesn't really seem like caden at all you know and that's maybe just because i'm like super close with you and you know so i like know you you know really really well but now when i listen to your songs it's like this sounds like caden like this not not just like the voice on it like the entire being of the song sounds like an extension of the being of you you know Same with Alex sometimes. That's kind of how I am too, where it's like, no matter what I make, I just want it to actually feel like it's just like a sliver of me, you know, of what I am. You know, it's like, for for me, like you guys have your, you know, the way you guys like write music and do your thing, it's like the way that I can sit and fuck around with beats. Mm -hmm. It's like the beats I want to hear are the beats that like I like. So it's like that soulful um dude chopped up soulful stuff like I using that. like yeah like soul and jazz and like <clears throat> just like the music i just listen to on a daily basis i listen to so much soul and jazz that like i just i want beats that utilize that type of genre of music so it's like that's like my extension of me so if i make totally. a beat and i'm really happy with it with which most of the time I'm not because it's like this isn't really me. So like, well, I but you're also learning how to do it. So it's yeah, like you exactly. know, it's going to be a process of just working through right, like I the technical like stuff. You know, be- well, I don't know if it's the best way, but one way that I make music that I feel like is an extension of me is by making the music that I feel like I want to hear. Right, right, and that's what I do. Like, I don't know how many <laughs> artists out there 
um, they make their music and then they drive around listening to it constantly. No, that's kind of how I feel too. I do it like, because that's what I do. Not always like as I'm listening to it for entertainment because I I know that I can change whatever I hear that I don't like or something. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why I do it because like, yeah, if there's anything, like before I put it out, if there's anything I, I want to make sure that there's nothing that I don't like would regret not doing. Well, it's kind of like, I do the same thing like with the beats I have made that I really enjoyed. Like the beat I made called Alone, like the one where I, I fucking chopped like Fog, Fog Lake, Lake yeah. and shit. And then I like use the Donnie Darko samples and shit. Like it's my favorite beat I've ever made. And it's just like Me too. I, I, I woke up one morning and I said, dude, like I was like looking outside and I was like, I had just watched Donnie Darko the night before. And I was just like kind of in this like weird, like sulky mood in a way. That's what the movie does to you. Yeah, and, and, like, for some reason, I was just, like, going through samples on, like, YouTube, and I found that Fog Lake one, and I was like, that's a really pretty piano. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use sample that. And then I just, like, threw it in, and I just chopped it just right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was like, oh, you know what would be good is that Donnie Darko shit. And what, I'm like, what parts did, what did you use? It's like, she's like, do you believe in God? And he's mm-hmm. like, I, like he's, what does he say? He's like, I don't, I don't know, or something. He's like, how could I believe in something that... Um, Oh, is that the scene in the movie theater? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, how could I believe in something that, like, kills, or, like, you know, hurts right, people right. or whatever. And, like, I was like, man, that's a powerful line. So I just, like, threw it in, and then uh, I chopped, like, a vocal part from that song, and... Uh, Kid, she broke his jewel. <laughs> or just the pot, I guess. <laughs> and then... I was uh, trying to see how to refill Yeah, it. so... Uh, oh, you can refill them? Yeah. I didn't know that. All of them? Or just this... <laughs> You can refill all pods, yeah. Well, I thought maybe this You're was like a special to be able pod. To, I don't think, what were you saying, Jeremy? But, uh, yeah, no, I just, I was really happy with that beat, and I'll, I'll throw it on sometimes just to remember that feeling. And, you like, should, when, um, and when you I know f- how you've been doing the song of the, thing, the, song of the week. Yeah, uh, maybe. maybe. I don't know, I might, I might. Because it is... I really like that one. I don't know, for some reason, it's just like, when I hear it, I'm just like, man, that's that's a really good lo-fi, it's a good lo-fi beat, and it... It represents no, I mean, me. When I first heard it, I was just listening to it on my way home from class, and uh, I was really impressed. Yeah, because you had only been making beats for like a, week. a couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and like I don't know, I just I like I like when you finally make something and you go, that's it, that's 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 me. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, and like that's like really. Uh, I think that's why I've been having so much trouble with writing films. You know, because you're like, I'll finish a film and I'll just be like. Uh, is that is that what I wanted? Yeah, no, or it's like, yeah, it's just like, is this something I'd want to see, you know? Right. And uh, and I think I'm slowly, like, getting to the point where, like, you know, now it, it, it's, such, it's such a slow process with that because it's like, all right, well, like, these few scenes are exactly what I'd want to see, you know? And now I know, like, I got to adjust a few scenes. But before, it would be, like, the entire thing I wouldn't right. even like, you know? And so that's why, like... I've had all these projects on my table and I just keep adding stuff to it, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I haven't finished those things because I haven't found, like... Your I haven't, niche, like, perfected the style of what I'm trying yeah. to do, you know? When I, that's just, you know... I, I think that's with anybody. That's, that's the creative process, you know? It's like, I, I'll fucking... You know, I get frustrated when I fucking sit on the MIDI. Like, I just got a MIDI, but even before that, like, I would... It gets so... Sometimes, well, dude, And, I, and like, I would just be sitting there trying to about. chop a beat for fucking... And two hours, three mm-hmm. hours, and I just can't fucking do it. And I just close my computer and go, fuck, dude, I can't do this. I just can't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, 
just slow down. Like this is the creative process. Like take a break. Yeah, come it's back. okay to just fucking. It's okay. For yeah, not to it's, be right. it's yeah. fine, man. And like for me, I'm making beats for fun right now. But like I've recently just realized that like eventually I do want to be like some type of producer. Like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. I've I've well, dude, like start a SoundCloud. I, like start right. kind of. Well, I've just been really reluctant because I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm not. You need to put that shit out. Yeah, man. you do. You've got some of the best beats. Fucking. Oh. <laughs> well, no, and that's the thing is like, Caden, like, I do, like, I'm glad that, like, I've had you around, you know, to kind of, like, push me into, like, this beat thing. Because honestly, dude, without you, like, I wouldn't have been, like, oh, yeah, I have to be a rapper to make beats you know right. like i have to be someone who's really good at rapping to make beats or well and most of the really good producers like they they, they are yeah, yeah they don't you know, yeah unless you're dj mugs and or um, or madlib or madlib or mf doom I mean, or, madlib's not the best rapper but still like but still i honestly like that when somebody is like their own producer in the case of like mf doom and people like that yeah. it's like then every aspect of what they're doing is them, you know, right. and it's like it's it's true, and like, and I think that's why I like MF Doom so much. Like listening to him, it's like this is just like purely just a human being making art, you yeah. know, like and nothing else. And he he's not gonna hold anything back, and right? That, and that's the one thing is like I remember watching this. I don't I don't know if it was a documentary or a YouTube video, and it was like. Someone saw MF Doom at a record store, and he literally had two milk crates full of records he was buying. Yeah, him and, and Madlib. Yeah, that. yeah, and he, they're like, so what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to take these home and chop them. And, like, he just, like... Special he, herbs, baby. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and that's what I do. When I go to a record store, I'm not looking for, like, popular albums. I'm looking for shit that I, I don't really know if it has any. Or that you good. just look at, and you're like, that could be kind of cool. Right, like, if I see a weird jazz cover, I'm like, I'm going to buy it. Like, see, and the thing I love is, like, especially when you get into, like, classical or, like, jazz music is, like... You know, you start to learn uh, musicians within that. So you know, you look at the back of the record and you see like certain. Yeah. Music, like you, you'd, you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, this was the guy who played on that Cal Trader record, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the, you know, and, and you'll be like, this is probably kind of cool, you know. And you'll go, you'll go home and you listen to it, and it's like it's cool. Well, and there's a lot it, of records know? in my collection that I haven't listened to yet because like I'll go, I'll go to a record store and I'll spend twenty bucks and buy like fifteen records that mm-hmm. and I'll just put them in my thing, and like. If I want to chop a beat, like I'm getting sick of going onto YouTube and going, uh, samples because it's like it's not really that fun for me. Well, also there's no like you're not gonna find like the 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 like right. You gotta listen. Well, you know, and I yeah. almost feel like some of the best it it it's it's kind of comes down to the expression thing again. It's like if you when you like listen to a thing and it's like you know, you don't even know how many people have heard, if you find a really, you know, weird record or whatever, you don't even know how many people have heard right. that thing. But if you can just hear something within that, and then and then you take that and make it yeah. your own thing, then it's not like, oh, I just looked up samples on YouTube and I just created this thing that maybe a bunch of other people have made, you know? You know what's a good feeling with that being said? It's like, like I've sampled a couple of songs which I didn't even realize have already been sampled. And so, like, I know the artist, I know the record, and I'll be like, you know, listening to rap or whatever, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, mm, I I've, that. <laughs> I'm like, I've sampled this before, and I was like, wait a minute, this is this record from this like timestamp. Like, I know yeah. this, dude. And well, like, we've even had that where like you'll play me a beat that you made, and I'm like, I, I made a beat out of that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really kind of like cool because like well, you hear... and YouTube is full of producers now. Like, if you go to any, well, not any, but like a lot of jazz. Um, mm. or jazz fusion stuff especially oh yeah 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 um or like lounge music lounge like music. library music mm-hmm. um 
the all, the comments are just full of people like, oh, here's my SoundCloud. Like, check out my flip of this song. That's and it's cool. Like, that's, I just well, see. And I, I mean, like I that. think it's cool, but I I, I mean, it kind of right. you know, motivates yeah, yeah. me to look for stuff that, 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 that comments, you know. What, but it also like it, it makes me feel like you almost become part of like a club. It's kind of like what I was talking about uh, with doing uh, like a covers EP or whatever mm -hmm. that's like songs that have been kind of notoriously covered. Yeah. Because like, I like, like, like yeah, like, uh, like St. James Infirmary. Yeah. yeah. Or like, uh, or summertime or, 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 uh, uh, this, uh, what is it? Swinging party or whatever the replacement song. Mm -hmm. Um, like the, doon -doon -doon. I can't do it with my mouth actually. Uh, it's like the, it's, it's like a post-punk song from the eighties. Um, you, if I played it, you, yeah, you'd yeah. know what it is, but it's like a song that like, pop artists have like in this era or like from the early 2000s until now have like kind of repeatedly covered gotcha. and i really like that idea of like you become part of the club yeah, of like people you, who have you've done it done too. that and know? that's what i like as well is like if i sample something that i know or haven't known that was already sampled and then i hear it again i'm like oh fuck like i didn't realize like you could have flipped it that way. Yeah, you, could you could have slowed down way. the time signature and done it like how you did it. But right. I did it, you know, I doubled the time si signature and now like mine's a faster version of it, but yours is slowed down or See, yours the is thing, still the same. The thing that I now. like too is like, you know, because we're kind of with Uncle Crown, we're kind of coming into like a sound of like what the right. Uncle Crown sound is, you know? So it's like if you look at those songs and just think like, okay, how would we make this an Uncle Crown song, you know? And then we turn it into that. Then it's just like, you know, you just you just have your own little yeah, like yeah. own little piece of that pie of like what that could be, you yeah. know. And that's also like the beautiful thing about art is like it could be taken a billion different ways and it could be done a billion different ways. And like the fact that it's the way it is is like so beautiful because it's like that's just all of the little decisions that like you know a, a person or a group of people made, and it just right. it makes this piece of something, you know. It's like making that the the board that were the 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 backsplash thing we made oh, for the yeah, show yeah, the other night yeah. like it's just that could have been done in a could like infinite different ways especially in the way in the way that we did it like there's infinite possibilities of what that could be and the way that it is was the collection of us doing that and making it the yeah. way that it is and i think that's really fucking pretty you know no I think that's it's, it's, it's literally like, beautiful yeah like, it just shows it honestly show, goes back to like art is infinite mm-hmm there's so like there's not one right way to do it. You right. Know, there's never been one right way to do. It. People can say there is, but there's not. Well, and the only the it's, only reason that people think there is like a right way to do it is I think it just comes down to like money, what people yeah, find no, popular, for sure. what people yeah. find, you know, and it's like, but that doesn't mean it's like you know completely. It doesn't mean it's right. You know, it doesn't yeah. mean that it's. It it's, just uh, means that it's art that people like. Right. You know, and it's like, who who you know what's who who can say that like one thing is right over you know let's say you have mf doom and then you have kendrick mm -hmm. i can't say that one is right as far as like or even music. just looking at it within one artist you have scott walker like you've got mm -hmm. you've got like these 60s pop hits you know yeah. that 60s are like pop hits and then bish bosh yeah and then exactly yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. i was gonna say is you've got bish bosh after that which is like just a fucking i mean it's hard to listen to <laughs> like <laughs> yeah but also it's like it, you can that. tell that it's like just pure it's just what fucking, he felt like he yeah, it's make, what he felt like, like he was needed to make. Yeah. And especially like watching him throughout his lifetime, you know that that's how he was, you know, well, it you wasn't know what, like, you know, it's even just like satellite pilot. Like we, we do different types of music. Like mm -hmm. people, if you really listen, like our music changes every album. 
Well, and I'd love to like, get not to the entirely, point, but like I'd love to get to the point of like not even having, or, or maybe maybe this won't happen with Saturday Night Pilot. Maybe we could do it with Uncle Crown. It's just like not even having a genre, you know, like. Yeah, it could it could be fucking rap music if we wanted well, to be. It could that be, restricts you, know. you to where like you're like oh, I'm gonna make another album, but I gotta like I gotta stick use to these. These. I, got, I gotta yeah. be a you know Guidelines. I gotta use rock stuff. Honestly, too. that's what I think I like so much about Damon Albarn or about like Gorillaz is like you listen through to it and it's like some of it are these like pop bangers, some of them are like fucking techno songs, songs, some of them are rap songs, some of them yeah, are rock, rock songs, yeah. you know. And it's like there's just no there's no limit to what that can be. Yeah, and I think that like. He's almost transcended that where he's like it doesn't it, I it doesn't even need to be anything it can just be whatever I make at exactly. that moment you know and you know what you know that's a good thing to do because if you limit yourself to one genre let's say in music you limit yourself to one thing it kind of reminds me of Young Thug where he did like the country rap sound and that was like the coolest yeah. fucking thing I've ever heard I was like it like blew me away I was like this is a rap this is rap dude like yeah this isn't like this isn't just country this isn't just rap this is rap country that like sounds fucking cool mm-hmm. and i was like it like honestly kind of brought a tear to my eye i was like it you can do that you can like there's right. n- no one can say you can't because he, he's done it well and that's why people consider him like a pioneer in rap music right now right he's doing things people aren't doing in rap music you know well and i feel like um i feel like the best way that you could possibly do that is like because I mean, there's some people out there um, that want to do things that nobody else has done, so they go to extreme lengths not to, and it just be, it just comes off as super like ingenuine and stuff. But like, if you just do whatever you feel in that moment, like whatever you feel like you have to do, people like Bishbosh. I mean, it, like, what would what genre would you call Bishbosh? You know, like it it doesn't. It's just fucking sound. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like. I'm that's, sure people could classify it. He's just fucking yeah, whatever. People, people want but to that's classify the thing is, everything. Like, yeah, they want to say they want to give a name to everything, and it's just mm-hmm. it's fucking. It's just a comfort really annoying. thing. But like, yeah, yeah. But that's what like that's what I think music is like supposed to be, and I almost feel like giving things genres like really really limits what music could be, you know? Because if there wasn't genres, like artists wouldn't have something to strive to be mm-hmm. within, you know? Well, I guess that could be positive, too, then, if you just, as a artist, you don't pay attention to the genres that people are classifying you with. Mm-hmm. But I know that, like, as a consumer of music, it helps me find music that I like. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, the problem, the reason that they created genres is that so people can find music easier, or find mm-hmm. new music easier, or whatever, or just be able to, to like get an idea of what something's going to sound like going into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But also it's like, it. I think that... But people do, this... to do genres differently than other people, too. That's true. You yeah. know, like rock, there's so many subgenres, and that's why, exactly. because like people interpret rock differently. Mm-hmm. And that goes for any genre. Is that the AC? No. <laughs> That's me deleting files because my fucking storage is all fucky. It just, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it just popped this shit up. It's like giving me like... Oh, it gives you a time limit? Yeah. How much time does it say? Oh, you've got like 200 minutes though. I know, but it's like, it's sketchy. (laughs) You'll be fine. It's, It's just being a bitch right now. Yeah, Max will like that. They're bitches. Yeah, dude, they do... Computers do the dumbest shit sometimes. Like, I mean, it's like the other day when I was trying to put out that Lovely Day video that we fucking made, like, I literally could not fucking... Like, I put it in the exact same file type I always do, 
didn't change a single thing about any of it, you know? And, like, it wouldn't do it. Yeah. And, like, and I literally, I didn't even know where to start to try and fix the problem because it was, like, it's the same thing. It's, like, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm fucking in the, in the right file type within the right fucking time boundaries. Like, there's no reason this shouldn't be working. Mm-hmm. And just computers just, are just fucking dickheads. I just have sometimes. a big problem with space. Yeah, that's why I just buy hard drives like crazy because I <laughs> fill them up like, I mean, like nuts. I, I just fucking use too many hard drives. But it's like, I'd rather do that than delete shit. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'll just fucking spend 30 bucks and get a hard drive and just fucking keep going. Mm-hmm. Somebody, <laughs> I just got a tweet notification. It's weird shit. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean... I don't know. We're, uh... What are we at on time right now? Right. Well, I, I don't know. Fucking probably like an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. We've been since before 8, so... Hmm? We've been going since before 8. Yeah. I mean, I think... We'll, we'll go for like 10 more minutes or something. Yeah, just, I mean... I don't know where to go, though. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. I think... Either. I don't know. I think... I think... I don't know. I think we're That was good. good. That was a natural conversation. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And, you know, like, we have these types of conversations all the time and it's just really like our aim is to just tell people you know not tell but like let people know like just do you right you know that's it at the end of the day i mean listen to us or not but like just do what you think is right and don't let people change don't let people influence the way you create or the way you even live you know if you feel like it's the right decision for you go ahead you can ask the community what they think but if you don't agree with their opinions, then follow your heart, follow your gut, do your thing. You know, that's, I mean, that's the point of this podcast. One of the points is just to tell people it's okay. You know, live your life. Yeah. Do what you think is right. Treat people kindly unless moral otherwise. Moral of the podcast. Yeah, moral of the podcast. <laughs> you know, and like what we're going to start trying to do is just like get other artists on indie, in the indie community and in, in the communities that don't get a a platform and a, and a way to talk about their shit. Um, you know, that's kind of, that's where I want to I mean, that's this. the world that we, like, that we as, you know, Satellite Pilot or as Uncle Crown or as, it just as True Sight, like, that's the world that we live in. Yeah. You know, is just like a, a, a small indie scene, you know, and I feel like right now that's what makes sense for, for us to talk about and for us to, to have guests within, you know, so... That's what we're going to try and do is within our scene, you know, talk to all the people that we find interesting. And as that grows and grows, we want to continue to do that. Talk to all the people that we find as interesting artists and, and interesting people within their community, you know. Yeah. So if MF Doom, if you ever hear this, email me back. I want to talk to you really bad. And Damon Albarn. And Damon like Albarn and fucking Rob Zombie. I just, I want to talk to people who, who understand the actual struggle of just being an artist and that's right. it. And not you know not looking at it for the money right but anyway uh um, with uh ed's promotion well thank you for yeah, thank you guys for coming on my show <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks so much for having us it's a real honor to be here Caden. Yeah, um yeah. i probably won't have you on again that's okay i understand <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no but for real thanks for having yeah. me on the podcast well i mean you're a boy i didn't you know, I, I feel like i didn't talk too much but you do. Yeah, we'll you have need, you back on. You need to speak up. For sure. We'll have you bitch. back on. But what should the song of the day be? Just do some doom. Oh, shit. I had one. 
Should it be Doom though? Yeah, I think it should be, be Doom. Doom. Yeah. I th- I'm thinking Rap Snitch Knishes because it's. I've been listening to it all day, so. Hell yeah. Either yeah. Let's yeah. do it. That's the one. Rap Snitch Knishes, selling all day business. Getting the code. Own star witness. Yeah. You anyway. need a perpetrator. All right. Well, if you listened this far, uh, come to our show May 9th. Yep. Listen to our album, Lovely Day. It's fucking everywhere. Check out Lady Denim's EP. And then we're going to hit you with a Patreon real soon. We're going to yeah. make some cool shit for you. Uh, you can be a super space wizard. If anybody has any you ideas. You can be Satan's lawyer. Ideas on tears. What you want from us. If you want us to come and like cuddle you in bed, I'll do that for Once like, a month, though. There's only one, one person a month bucks, will get like, that. If you give us a million dollars, I'll come and cuddle you in bed every night until our three-year contract on that ends and, and, and spoon, <laughs> feed you, spoon feed you yogurt i think that's a that's far i'll spoon you and far. spoon feed you <laughs> but anyways uh yeah everybody have a good good week this will be out monday so today whatever i don't know <laughs> it'll yeah, be out yeah, it'll be out today you're listening to it today yeah, so anyway have a lovely week have a lovely life have a lovely day i love you to death we love you thanks caden hey thank you yeah all right Rap snitches, telling on their business Sit in the court and be their own star witness Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here, fuck around Get the whole label sent up for years True, there's rules to this shit Fools dare care Everybody wanna rule the world with tears for fear Yeah, yeah, tell them, tell it on the mountain hill Running up their mouth, Bill Everybody doubting still Informer, keep it up and get tested Pop through your bubble vest or double-breasted He keep a lab down south in the Little Beast So much heat, you would've thought it was the Middle East a little grease always keeps the wheels a spinning Like sitting on 23s to get the squealers grinning Hitting on many trees, feel real linen Spitting on enemies, get the steel for 10 men